0: Hello oh, and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash, still your go-to UK-based podcast for all things NFL fancy football. I'm Ash and alongside me, as always, are the Toms.
1: Scully, I'll come to you first. How are you? All good, pal. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, good good as well. Thank you.
0: Uh,
2: Charlie, you all right? Yeah, just a bit good. It's all done. Um Absolutely buzzing this weekend, great game, and uh, you had us disappointed that we've got to wait so long for it to, to all start again. That's it, innit?
0: it? Yeah, we've done it. We've done the biggest game of the year. Um, obviously, all three of us and everyone listening, massive NFL fans, absolute highlight of the whole year for all of us. Um, we all stayed up to watch it live, didn't we? We're all nodding. Scully, you're not nodding. Did you not watch
1: it? Scully?
2: Live?
1: Yeah, I watched it. I watched it, pal, yeah. I watched it. Live? define define live
2: like as the game was on did you watch it at half 11 on the sunday night and then into monday morning no
1: no comment okay (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) all right so well regardless i know for a fact that you um you've caught up and you know you know won. um hopefully otherwise it's a bit of a shit show of a podcast but um all right let's dive straight into the Super Bowl there's nothing else really to talk about so lots of key moments and key things to talk about um and lots to skip over I think and the way I've described it to lots of people that maybe have watched it or have asked about it that aren't particularly into NFL is it's maybe a bit like cricket in the sense that you've got a five-day test match and often it is four four and a half days of not a great deal bit of a draw and then and a massive climax at the end and a, and a decent finish. Um, so so almost straight through to half-time, really. Uh, again, one or two bits, either side of that, that we'll touch on. But, Charlie, 10-3 at half-time to the 49ers. How, how did you see it up to then? I mean, on one hand, the Chiefs, well, neither were playing great, but the Chiefs were out of it. But on the same side, it's only one score, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, In fairness, it was pretty much as I thought it was going to go. The only difference being uh, the 49ers were leading. I expected the the Chiefs to take a lead in at half-time, but it was just the tale of two fantastic defences. Neither could seem to get anything going. And then when they did, like the, the first 49ers drive, there's a big fumble. Then the Chiefs go down, make that big play, then another fumble. Uh, and it it was just it seemed as though both offenses were either overawed by the the situation or just just overrun by the defenses. But I, I thought as a as a as a neutral, it was really I, I really enjoyed it. Even though the was what it wasn't high scoring, um, the the way that the defenses were playing, there was some unbelievable defensive plays. Um, and yeah, just although not high scoring, it was. Like a, chess, like a chess match between them. I was buzzing going into the time show and then, uh, yeah, just made it even better.
0: And with that score, I think, and it was in the first half that, obviously, as we know, the, the Chiefs came all the way back. But how did you see it, Scully, when you could see the frustrations of Rashie Rice on the sidelines, Mahomes was storming up and down, obviously Kelsey bumping into Andy Reid. Did you see it that the Chiefs were a bit rattled and frustrated or would you say that, That's arguably why they won it, because they were pissed off. They were annoyed that they weren't all getting the ball or clicking how they wanted it to.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, I didn't see most of that from the 20-minute YouTube highlights that I watched on uh, Monday morning. But uh, obviously, I've read a lot about it since, and uh, I've seen a lot of clips since. But um, I just think that's their their mentality, the winners, the Chiefs. They... Mm they're not happy if it's not if it's not going right. We've seen this throughout the season. We've seen bust ups with with Mahomes because some of his um receivers have not been catching passes. We've seen already this season, I think it was against the Raiders, um uh Andy Reid bump into Travis Kelce uh, because he slammed his helmet about. They this this has been them all year. Um uh, so I don't think it's any surprise that we saw this when things weren't going right for them. It's just their, their mentality. They want, to, they want to do things right. They want to win. Uh, they drive each other on. Um, and you've, you've heard Andy Reid in some of his uh, post-game press conferences. He, he loves that. He loves that they're all riled up. He loves that uh, they, they want to win. They want the ball. They're passionate. They, they want to raise the game to that level um so no i'm not surprised that that we saw that when they were down um and on to your point do i think that's probably what got them over the line i think yeah that attitude that winner's mentality is something that uh, that got them back into the game absolutely
0: yeah you knew that all the time don't you that if if you're not fighting in training even with your teammates then you're not trying you're not trying hard enough that sort of stuff is going to happen I guess as long as it doesn't come across in a selfish way that, again, Travis Kelsey is feeling like that just because he's not getting the ball, um, if there's a, a reasonable and a logical reason as to why he's acting like that, why he's frustrated, um, but ultimately team first. And like you say, with the, with the talks afterwards from Andy Reid, he's typically just played it down, whether they deal with it internally or not. I just You don't want to de- de- um, set a precedent that next season you've got team players bumping into the coach and, and shouting at him when they're not getting the ball. Uh, I don't think that'll happen because of I guess, who Kelsey is, who Andy Reid is. But at the same time, um, yeah, it's not something that you'd like anyone to see, even on that team. Uh, Charlie, so one of the other key points, really, which almost kind of set the tone forward the rest of the game and ultimately took it to overtime. But that blocked extra point, I Again, I guess it made a couple of massive field goals, but as an extra point, it's a bit of a gimme, really, isn't it? But, I mean, when that missed, do you see it the same way, that that, that changed the course of the rest of the game, the whole mentality, let alone a bit of momentum?
2: Massively changed the, the course of the game because you, you drive at the end for the Chiefs. If they're going down there to score a touchdown, I'm not suggesting that they wouldn't get it, but it, it's a lot harder um, to... to to go into that knowing you're scoring a touchdown, knowing that you've got Booker uh, who's going to kick for you and you've only got to give him sort of 50 yards. Um, well, plus 50 yards. He was he, he, weren't he the, He's now the record holder, is it? 57 yards? Something daff it was like something, that. Like it was massive, wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> like when you, you know you've got a guy like that who's so reliable, it just takes that pressure out. They've got two, just under two minutes, still two timeouts. Um, it's it's That's bread and butter for Mahomes. Just go down, just get them in field goal range. Um, without that miss, fit, without that uh, missed extra point, they've got to go down, score a touchdown. Although st- it's still Pat Mahomes, it's still they're still doing what they would you would sort of expect him to do. It just makes it a lot harder for him. Um, but in in Moody's defense, like he said, he he made some re- long field goals. He was the record holder for I think two minutes or what? What it was a daft stat in terms of it. Uh, Butker took over, but I don't think you can really blame Moody. It was a bit of a, a rough, was it a rushed snap, and uh, they had to get the ball down, so he, it it wasn't. It was like a scuff kick, wasn't it? Rather than a, a really good block, he seemed to hit it low. Um, but I mean, these things happen. It's it's a high pressure situation, isn't it? People make mistakes, and and that at the end of the day, it's the people who make less mistakes in this sort of game who who come away with a win.
0: Yeah, and, and I'll stick with you, Charlie, and I'll we'll stick with special teams. And that punt as well, that was the two moments, one being that final catch, but that that punt that hit the back of that uh, receiving team's leg and then recovered by the Chiefs, that was the other moment when I jumped up and it was like, oh my God, that was incredible. It was almost like the momentum was swinging back towards the 49ers. But then how can you let something like that happen? And the errors with the receiving team and it's with the, not the receiver, but, but the special teamer. Is that right? So were you the same, Charlie, on that one?
2: Oh, yeah, I lost my mind. I was going absolutely berserk at that point. Um, just, just crazy because, like you said, all the momentum was with the 49ers and then they go-and-score a touchdown from that because up to that point, the Chiefs' offence really didn't have any anything going for him uh, and it took a big special team's play. But, I mean, this is bread and butter. I know, for for uh, a special team. And he's calling it. He, he, he's saying to his uh, his blocker, look, you're in the way, move out of the way. And he just it hits him on the foot. In fairness to him, in his defence, uh, I can't remember who it was, but he made a great effort to try and get on the ball. Because um, at, at first, when I watched it live, I was like, why is he touching that ball? Just leave it alone. Um, and it's not until you see the replay that, it, it hits his uh, his teammate on the foot and he, he actually makes a fantastic effort to to get his hands on it. But what a momentum shift then. And then obviously the Chiefs score the touchdown. And uh, yeah, it, it sort of lit a fire in, in the Chiefs then. Um, making plays, was like I said, on, uh, on defence all day. But a couple of special teams, big plays from them, sort of brought it back in their favour.
0: Yeah, and I guess the other thing to add on to that, I think a couple of un- unlikely fumbles and the interception that the 49ers got as well all seemed to be kind of between the 40-yard lines whereas that that was what like 15 20 yards out and it was like okay well there's at least three points getting scored here um and scola obviously the first first touchdown of the game christian mccaffrey no surprise but how it was how it came about the trick play definitely a surprise But the other thing for me, uh, and I know we all did DraftKings and we kind of drafted a few players last week and what have you and called out some of these superstars. But with touchdowns that game, there was Juwan Jennings, MVS, McCall Hardman. None of those. In fact, I'm not sure any of those would have necessarily made our fantasy teams this season. You must be surprised by that. But any reason why you think that might have happened? Maybe just ignored?
1: I mean no one sees that joan jennings I, I mean i don't think he actually or anybody after he threw the ball and it seemed to hang there forever <laughs> thought that that turned into a touchdown but um you ask most 49ers fans and and joan jennings is is reliable is a is their third down man is um he, he seems to come up trumps with big players when when they need him to when they need to dig him out of trouble um, so, I'm probably some Forty ers fans probably aren't as surprised as that he had a a big game and had some big moments um, for the Chiefs with the other two um, last year's Super Bowl. I mean, who who was it that got the the touchdowns in in that one? There was um, there was Tony and did Tony's the big one. Who was one the, yeah. the other one? Yeah, who was who was who was the other one that uh, was the rookie last year that got the uh, the other touchdown as well. Was um, uh, it Sky Moore? Even I mean, Sky Moore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. So, <laughs> so I mean, they, they throw it around to everybody, don't they? Um, he's thrown it around to everybody all, all season. I mean, Kelsey had a had a big game, but they're going up against the Forty ers defense. Um, they're they're not going to allow Kelsey to have that amount of time in the red zone. Um, and they're going to have to come up with something, something different, and, and they did, um, to, to great avail as well. So, uh, no, I'm probably not picking them people in my DraftKings. I'm not picking them in my in my draft. But I can't say I'm overly surprised that the Chiefs have gone to somebody else, and 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 Jennings has had a good game, albeit didn't expect him to throw for a touchdown.
2: <laughs> I think it shows how the defence how good the defences were because they've they've taken out those big name receivers. Um so for, for them to make plays, for them to make those scoring plays, they've had to go to other people that might not necessarily be as closely marked. They might not have the best cornerback on them. Um, they've had to they've had to go to those people to to make those plays. So I think it's testament to how good the defences were that we haven't got those superstar names that that have been scoring touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. bang on on yeah, the DraftKings, uh, how, how did we get on ash
0: oh funny funny you should bring it up um so so scully your your kelsey kittle debo trio scored a combined 27.8 points i scored a combined 51 points with christian mccaffrey pacheco and ayuk and then charlie somehow just just snuck it uh mahomes Purdy, and Rasheed Rice scored 55 points. So, oh,
2: last bravo. Last and still still managed wow. to walk away with a win. With, 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 a with Mr. Kid.
0: Relevant as well. So, well well done. Um, yeah. so, and Congratulations, and just,
2: Thomas. About <laughs> to I a something and,
0: and just to kind of finish off-ish on, on some of the players and, and injuries, really, that... Um, I don't know. Charlie, do you see that they played a key part? Obviously, Debo went out for a little bit. Uh, same for Kittle and his shoulder. I assumed some sort of injection and then they came back. Uh, Dre Greenlaw was a big one. Um, I guess there's no there's no shortage of excuses for 49ers fans if they want them. D- do you see it as a, as a as a reason or as an excuse?
2: I think the Greenlaw one played a, played a massive part. Um, he's such a pivotal part of that defence and for it to happen on well, celebrate. He was just celebrating, weren't he? it? Was a complete freak accident, um, and to go down and and that was it. Game done for him. Um, like I say, such a pivotal part on that defense. I think that was a massive one. Debo, yeah, he was he was in and out, wasn't he? But he's he's been he's been like that for the past few years, really. Um, so I don't think they're so heavily reliant on him. Uh, and then Kittle came back. Uh, he was he, he sat out for a little bit, came back in. So I don't think those two really played a part, but but certainly the Greenlaw injury did. And awful to to see on on such a, a big stage for him to to not really be able to showcase how how good he he, he has been all year.
0: Yeah, and there's, and there's I guess there's thoughts that it obviously did it then, and it was on kind of running on to celebrate or get on the field. But there's thoughts that I guess if he, if it's that tight and it's gonna go it'd have probably gone in the next few plays anyway. It's not a case of he did it there and that's if it hadn't have happened there, he hadn't jumped up and down, he wouldn't have snapped it. He probably would have. But yeah, that that is a big one. And I think when the defence is tiring like it was for the end of the game and over time, the last thing you want to lose is one of your best players. No doubt one of the fittest players as well. Someone who's a, a bit sharper, a bit smarter and can um, use the brain really, I guess, to get around the field uh, as, well as as well as well as physically. And and just finishing off really then, on the overtime, and I've seen, again, mixed opinions as to what they think. So 49ers won the toss, didn't they, and elected to receive. Interested to see what you two would have done. Obviously, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but um, I've seen, again, good arguments for both. Scully, what would you have done? Would you have
1: received first in overtime? Well, I'd have kicked with the rolling just because you then know what you need to do um because you you, everybody gets a possession so that that's the reason that i would have kicked and i was listening to, to pft early and they were saying something interesting whereas if you're the one that receives you're playing third down football basically um whereas if you're the team that then kicks and you're getting the ball back knowing what you got to score, you're playing four-down football because you've got to get there up until you potentially get into field goal range, etc. So I think you've got that advantage. Where Shanahan's come out, and he said that they were always going to, um, in that situation, they were always going to receive the ball because the analytics say that if you get the third uh, possession, then you're more likely to win, which is, which is right because you just need that. You just need to get into field goal range. Um, so I, I get it. From, and I get why you did it, but personally, I'd like to to know what it is that I've got to do. Um, and um, I think it worked in in uh, in the Chiefs' favor. Obviously, it worked in the Chiefs' favor. But when you've got Patrick Mahomes, you give him the ball, and he knows that he's got to go ninety yards, eighty yards, hundred yards, whatever it is, to get whatever score he's got. You you're backing him. Ten times out of ten, to go and, to go and do that. So um, yeah, for me, I'd, uh, I'd I'd kick the ball.
2: Charlie, what about you? Yeah, it's a tough one because obviously we, we're so used to seeing teams uh, receive in overtime because because of the old ruling where score first, game's over. Um, and to be honest, I I, I think you've got to trust your offense. You've got to think we're going to go down there, we're going to score a touchdown. Sod the four four down rules. Let's go. Let's let's receive the ball. Let's trust our offense. We've got players like McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, um, Ayuk. All these players—they've been unbelievable all year. Let's go down there. Let's go and score a touchdown. Let's put seven points on that board and make Mahomes go and do something. If they turn around and go and score and 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 uh, go for two points at the end, then fair doos to him. But put it on his toes. Um, so I don't think it's a bad call going to receive because, and and, and like Shanahan said, if, if, if it does go 7-7, all you've got to do is go down there and score a field goal I don't think it's ever going to get to that point because on the other side you've got that four down and you know that if you just score a touchdown and go for one, they've only got to go to the other end. So it, it's really difficult. And I think because this it's a new ruling, I think people are going to have very differing opinions uh, going forward into next year's postseason. if any games go to overtime, how they're going to play it. And I think it's probably going to take a few games and a few scenarios for people to think, actually, this is probably the better route. But for me, receive the ball, go down, Trust your offence, go and score. Your defence have been playing class all year. Um, so, yeah, I get it.
1: And um, Would you have kicked when, when the 49ers kicked on their first possession, or would you have gone for it?
2: I think you're playing against probably the best quarterback in the league, so I think you'd go for it you've got to you've got to you've got to trust your players and and it's an all or nothing situation isn't it and if you're giving Mahomes the ball knowing he's got to go and score a touchdown to beat you um he's going to get it done so for me go for it on fourth down
1: mm.
0: yeah no well I'm glad I'm glad we think different and um yeah I was thinking screaming out I guess you've got to receive 49ers have won the toss you've got to receive and I can't think of any other reasonable answer why you wouldn't receive for that exact reason that you get the third possession but uh, yeah i think when even as you both just spoke about it then you're exactly right and even if the 49ers would have scored touchdown got the extra point on this occasion but then chiefs go down if you go for the two points you're literally what three yards out you score two points game over rather than it just continuing um i don't know necessarily what would have happened if and as it worked out obviously that the clock well, it did run out, but it would have wound down and finished after those first two possessions. Whether there's another coin toss before the next one or it just continues, um, I'm not too sure. But but ultimately, like you say, kind of when Mahomes is playing for four downs, you know what you've got to do. I still think I think I guess it's a fair way of doing it now with those rules in it that both teams get a possession, the defenses get a chance to make a stop. Um, it, it seems like they both get the ball and currently, I guess, the fairest way of doing it. So, so fair play. An and absolutely unbelievable finish. The way that Mahomes and the Chiefs weren't even rushing. I think it was second down, I think, was it that they scored that touchdown? Had about 20 seconds left. Not as if even, let's call a timeout. Got two timeouts left. Let's go for it. Let's go for the touchdown, but we're going to wind the clock down and get it down there. And, uh, and, and yeah, as we mentioned, I think, uh, before recording, really, that Kelsey was just celebrating. If you watch the replay back, he just runs forward and just sticks his arms up before a catch is made, before the ball's even thrown. So that's obviously their play that they've just been practising all season. Got it saved up all for this big time one occasion and and Tom and Jerry of all plays that it was called. So yeah, unbelievable finish and unbelievable last game of the season.
2: On, on that point, just very quickly about the timeouts, from my understanding of it, I think it's just another... And notice the overtime rules now it starts a new game so even though the clock was about to run out my understanding is it's it's just the first that's essentially the first quarter of overtime so if the clock had hit zero they would have just gone and kicked to the other end um that's my Second understanding quarter. of it uh I'm, I'm maybe wrong on that but i'm pretty sure they mentioned something on commentary about it as well the fact that it was Time was running out, and if you're wondering why they've not taken a time out, it's because the ref called. It's they're essentially starting a new game. So even though clock's going to run out for the first 15 minutes of overtime, it's just a, an extra quarter.
0: That makes sense. It makes sense why they weren't rushing. Um, but I guess it makes my home slightly less cool. But um, but well played. Okay, so we've touched on Super Bowl plenty, um, but just before the Super Bowl, I think a few days before on the Thursday night was the NFL Honours, with plenty of awards getting handed out. Um, A couple of controversial ones, but probably the most controversial was Defensive Player of the Year, uh, of which Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns won it, but should it have gone to TJ Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers? So, as we have our resident Browns Steelers fans. Uh, Scully, I'll
1: come to you first. Fight your corner for Mr. Garrett. I don't really feel as if I need to fight a corner. To be fair, he, he won it. More people voted for him. He got a higher uh, defensive grade than than TJ Watt. So I I don't see what the issue is, really. I mean... It could have gone to a few players. It could have gone to Micah Parsons quite easily. It could have gone to T.J. Watt quite easily. You look at stats and stats alone, then there's probably only T.J. Watt that that can win the award. But th- there's more. There's more. There's more to it than that. And I don't know the ins and outs of how people get graded. I don't truly understand it. But you listen to a lot of people, and you you see the influence that certain players have on the game, and and, and the different different things that they do for for the team, and how other teams set up against them and have to counter against that, etc. Um, and it appears that Miles Garrett was the higher graded player on all these different different aspects, not just your your stats. Um, so for me, I'm I'm really happy he won it. I think he deserved it. Um, I'm obviously biased, but. I just think he's a he's a hell of a player, he's a hell of a leader. Um, he he epitomizes everything that that defense was was this year. And um, yeah, no, I'm I'm just happy for him. I'm happy for Cleveland. Uh, but don't get me wrong, it, I'm not going to say sit here and say that um, any of the the other two that I mentioned um, couldn't have won it. And probably wouldn't have been deserved winners as well. I mean, this the the thing that gets me though is how rattled this has got the the Steelers the fan base. Um, I just that it's just it's just it's just unbelievable. Um, really, really is uh, it's just uh, you know what I mean just a classless classless fan base.
0: <laughs> that is divisional rivals if
2: if ever heard one. Charlie, Mr. Watt. What are you saying? Absolutely robbed. This nonsense that is just spouted about uh, defensive rating and all this malarkey, that's just another stat that's made up by some clown that's sat in a, it in a booth watching the game thinking hmm yeah i think he would probably get a a 98 out of 100 i'll give the other one 97 out of 100 just because i i like how he plays or i like how his shirt fits or i like the fact that he's wearing white sleeves it's absolute utter bollocks and that is a stat that's the stat that they're using to give them the uh, give them the title this is the second time tj watt's been robbed of this award it's it's comical um, they've given it to miles garrett purely because he's never won it before and they feel sorry for him and he's on a shit team um, tj watt is there is no stat that miles garrett is better than him on if you look at tackles solo tackles sacks pressures pass, QB win. Hits,
1: pass win rating, tell me tackles his pass win for rating.
2: losses Force fumbles, fumble recoveries, interceptions, pass deflections, touchdowns. The only one of those where Miles Garrett is the same is forced fumbles. Sixty-eight tackles to Miles Garrett's forty-two. Nineteen sacks to Miles Garrett's fourteen. Pass. Pass, pass rush rating. Come on, tell me that. I don't know the pass rush rating. Yeah,
1: I thought, thought you
2: might have lost that one. Got, it's a rating. My point is that's a rating. It's not something that's sorry. It's a, sorry,
1: it's 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 a percentage. Sorry, it's a percentage. You what? Sorry. It's a percentage.
2: Go on then. So, tell, how many times have they got it? to
1: run the, run, the rush the pass? So how many percentage do they win? So, Miles, Gow, it's, Miles like 27% or no, no, something I like know that. Know exactly TJ's about it's not fourteen. Not
2: it's not made up. If you don't know it, don't bring the stats to the table.
1: <laughs> Give me time to look it up. Right. Because I'm, I'm, I didn't need to look I'm, all these I'm stats jump in up here. like you just did. But can I just, can I just say just one thing before you do, Ash? My last point about that fan base being rattled, it's just, just, just proven it.
2: So thanks, Tom. The man's been robbed twice. The man has been robbed twice. So yeah, we're rattled because we were pissed off last time and we're pissed off now because he deserves uh, it.
0: I guess it's another stat that, yeah, I'm sure he would love to win it, but it's not like he's short of what, I know, his sack leader several times, I think, now in T, and he's- contracts, and I'm sure he's gone down as probably already a Hall of Famer. Uh, whereas I know some of these other positions and players, not I'm not, not calling Miles Garrett that, but they almost need some of these awards because I guess when they finish playing and they go into punditry or what have you, that these, these definitely help help the case when they do. Uh, I guess what, Browns won a few awards as well, I think, Inter, so maybe it was slightly favourable towards the Browns this season. Um, I, I, I don't know who I would have picked, I'll be honest. I think the stats definitely do lean massively towards TJ Watt But equally, that doesn't necessarily say that if you're a receiver and you get shut down, then then does that make you less of a receiver? I mean, I guess I guess you're not going to get the stats. You're probably not going to get the awards. Generally speaking, if someone's putting two men on you, um, two DBs back on you, if you're a receiver and not getting the ball, but equally doing that because you are one of the best. So, yeah, I'm not too sure. But um, but fun to listen to you two whinge about it for for five minutes anyway, um so while Scully's still looking for that stat that percentage stat i'll uh, we'll move on to off season off season hopes for our teams so i'll let you two calm down and just get your breath back while i just touch on eagles to start with um i, I think just some sort of stability for the eagles this off season hopefully not that it was particularly unstable last season apart from the offensive offensive and defensive coordinator Um, It was very stable, in fact, and high hopes leading into the season and, well, 11 games into the season, high hopes, but not meant to be. Um, We've got Kellen Moore now, offensive coordinator. Vic Fangio, a defensive coordinator. I guess Kellen Moore is a bit more of a name than than Brian Johnson, uh, albeit still young, still fairly inexperienced, but he's been offensive coordinator, uh, obviously, at the Cowboys, so hopefully knows a bit about commanders. Uh, a bit, a bit about the Giants and obviously the Cowboys as well. So there's at least two games there that he's going to be well up for for the offense. Um, mixed, mixed results last season when he was at the Chargers. And then Vic Fangio, just an old head, which hopefully will work well for the defense. I think in terms of players, I know there's been a lot being made that they've said that Hassan Reddick, probably one of our best defensive players, if not the best defensive player, um, has been has been told he can seek a trade. That was the case with Darius Slay last season as well, and it, it didn't work out. There's no one decent that he was willing to trade for, that he was willing to make a deal with. And again, they'd have to give up a hell of a lot to trade for him. So there's every chance that he'll come back anyway. Um, I guess probably players like Jason Kelsey, probably retiring. Brandon Graham, who's not heavily used last season, but retiring, I thought. James Bradbury, if not definitely, then hopefully he's on his way out. So, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully a decent draft. It's another year on these kind of Georgia Bulldogs on defense that are that are maturing, that are getting better next season. Um, but hopefully, like I say, just just stability, not panic stations, and and hopefully building on some of the positives from this season rather than than how it ended. Uh, let's give Scott Charlie a bit more time. Uh, Scully, so hopes for the Browns.
1: Just, uh, just build on build on this season, really. I mean, you saw again through the through the honors list that Stefanski got got coach of the year. A lot of that were down to the the adversity that the, the Browns overcome this year, and him leading a team to the playoffs with four different quarterbacks, um, losing his arguably his best player, uh, Chubb, week two or whatever it were against. Against the Steelers, been out for the season. Um, so I'm just looking to have a healthy team, and I just think what what we've done this year with a, a depleted team and and all the different changes and having to mix it up, um, what it's going to be like with with a steady, consistent, healthy healthy team. Um, so looking forward to, to that. Looking forward to what we can add um, in the draft. Looking forward to what Watson is, I guess, or finding out what, what Watson is because, again, a lot of it will, will rely on that. Um, I'd be happy for us to bring Flacco back as um, as his backup QB. Just to have him in the locker room seems like a, a really great character. Obviously, another one who was, was honoured with the, the comeback player of the year. Um, and then excited to see how Schwartz again another uh, honour um, <laughs> assistant coach of of the year. So is that, is that four honours for the Browns, Tom? Um, but yeah, just just excited to see how he builds on um, on that defence, and hopefully is able to learn from some of the mistakes he made, especially in that in that playoff game against the Texans, where they knew what he was going to do because they'd played that way all year, and yeah it had worked all year, but we'd played that way against them already that year, and we didn't mix it up and and they uh they knew what was coming and uh, and beat us so um I, yeah I, I'm hoping that he'll have learned from that he'll mix it up a little bit more and and that defense will be even more of a frightening prospect to, for teams to go up against um it It just can't come soon enough.
0: Yeah, it seems like a, a well, a very positive season for the Browns, and and lots of positive stuff to look forward to, off
2: season and into next season. Charlie, what about them Steelers? Yeah, we need some big positions. Um, they've released Mitch Trubisky today. We've released our punter today, so we need to go out and get. I mean, the punter was shocking. So we yeah, we need, we need some special teams positions filling. But that that big one, the fact they've released Trubisky today, um there's mention of as potentially getting Justin Fields um i've already said to you guys previously uh big i would be a massive fan of that uh that trade i, I don't think i'd want to give up a first round for him i think maybe a second rounder uh and then a future pick maybe uh, on top of it but I, I i mean what a what an addition that would be especially with um my man as uh, offensive coordinator um, big art, as I'm now going to call him. Uh, I, I think Justin Fields would really fit into to his sort of uh, method and his style of of, uh, of offense. So yeah, I, I I love that. But I think even if we don't get Fields, we need somebody. Um, we can't rely on just Kenny Pickett. Um, I think Mason Rudolph has potentially been released as well. Whether he's going to sign re-sign with us from free agency i'm not i'm not sure i've just been reading something on that i don't know if he's actually been released yet but yeah they, they need that that key role and i think in terms of drafting we need to to strengthen on that offensive line um i think they're the key parts for us offensive line quarterback and a and a better punter because currently we don't have one of those um but yeah it's this Lots of positives to take from this, this year. Um, it's not been a bust. Obviously, we, we managed to sneak in into the playoffs. Um, another winning season, although the winning seasons are nice, I think we need to start making something of it. Um, and we've got the pieces at the minute to, to do that with the players that we've got on that uh, defensive line. Uh Smith, TJ Watt. We need to take advantage of those players now because... Uh, people like Cam Haywood he's probably coming towards the end of his career I wouldn't be surprised to see him come out and say he's retiring Uh, if not this season, maybe next so big names like that Um, Minka we need to take advantage while we've got them and we, there's just, a, I feel like we're very close. There's just a couple of pieces, but they're very key pieces that we need to to slot in that will work with with the team that we've got. And uh, hopefully, if we if we manage to do that, I, I'll be very excited to see what we can do uh, do next year.
0: Nicely put, and yeah, I think you're, you're exactly right. That it's Steelers are the Steelers, aren't they? You know that they're gonna, they're not going to be too far away ever. Um, but but a couple of big things it's not just not just a sprinkling on top it feels like and i guess yeah starting with quarterback um awesome okay well boys that that is it that is it for the season um i guess amazing amazing nfl season a uh, mediocre fantasy season for all three of us um interesting and, and fantastic as always and also surprising that we do get people listening as well but we do and interacting on twitter um and leaving us ratings and reviews and all that good stuff it's it's still amazing to see and surprising at the same time. Um, you boys, it's awesome to catch up. Every single week, we've got this in the diary. Um, we chat for half an hour, record for half an hour, kind of catch up either side of that as well. So it's um absolute pleasure. And thanks to you two as well for, for all season. Scolate, any final words? Fuck the Steelers. <laughs> of course. Charlie, any 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 different words
2: other than Steelers for Browns? Just I love you both, boys. I I, I love doing this as much as uh, we've just me and Scully have gone back and forth. I love him really, even though he is a Browns fan. And uh, yeah, I just I just love getting together, like you said, Ash. Uh, and the fact that people want to listen to it is uh, well a bit strange, but yeah, it, it it's working. So let's just keep going and uh, look forward to starting again next year.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So yeah, we'll have a few weeks off at least. Uh, I think draft proper NFL draft is what end of April, I think. So uh, so we'll come back a few weeks before them, um, possibly with our college expert if we can if we can rope him back on for another expertise. Um, so yeah, another few weeks off, and then we'll come back for for the third season uh, in a few weeks time.
1: Cheers, man.